The very first game against Michigan State kind of setting the stage, well, for a couple things, that it was going to be a good competitive event, but also that the air times weren't always going to be true. We were supposed to go on the air at 1.15. That game began at 11 and didn't get over until after one. So we were bumped by a half hour, but got to see in person Michigan State's Nia Cloudon score 50 points, and yet FGCU down by four in the second overtime. Its star player, Kirsten Bell, got a three, and then a steal and a layup with about 10 seconds to go. And the FGCU Eagles, basically the host, as it were, as they were the closest team to West Palm Beach, got that win. Then it was time for the Bulls against West Virginia, a team that started off the season ranked inside the top 20, made it to the second round of the NCAA tournament last year, has a 22nd-year head coach, Mike Carey, who's gotten them to be a team that's postseason bound almost every single year. They did lose their top score and three-point shooter off that roster, but everybody else was coming back. And really, it wasn't about scoring, even though K.K. Deans is outstanding in that regard. And Esmeri Martinez, a double-double sort underneath as the power forward. But their defense, causing its opponents 24.8 turnovers per game. So the Bulls knew that they were going to have to handle the ball well in this one. And they did. And their offense was the real story, even though Jose Fernandez would say afterwards everything started from their defense. Sometimes that's how it happens. You know you're playing good on one end, you're feeling comfortable, you're feeling good, and boy were they feeling good in the first quarter. Instead, Dulce has it, and is going to try and dribble to the rim herself. That was a tough move, but she gets her own rebound, and that looks much better on the putback, and one! Dulce Fankamanciadu had the ball at the free throw line extended and had no one to give it to. So she dribbled like a guard and really kind of had an awkward first look, but grabbed her own rebound and put it up and in, and a second foul already on the Mountaineers. Martinez absolutely pushes off on Betty Mononga, and that'll be a third foul called against the Mountaineers. KK Deans, that is a brick of a three-point shot. She did make a couple in their comeback effort against BYU, but that is not their game. There's a nice... And that's her game move from Elena Chinecki as she takes it coast to coast. The Bulls think they can get back and get some fast break points against West Virginia. That'll count for two of them and a 5-1 lead. That is a great pass by Pinzon to Betty Mononga, and West Virginia needs to talk about it already. It's 7-1 Bulls. Pinzon, yet another assist on her fantastic season. Sydney Harvey's a shooter in the starting lineup, and great to see her back. She does not hurt at all. Knocks down a three. It had been a while for her. 10 to 2. Since she made that famous shot against Stanford, Sydney had gone 7 for her last 29. Oh, a lofted pass to Dulcie. Hesitation, lays it up and in. Dulcie Fankamengiadu. And the Bulls lead it by the score of 13 to 5. Dulcie already on 6 points. And there's a drive and a dish. Wide open 3. Now she can shoot the ball. It's a little bit off. That was Carson, Jasmine Carson. She is their best shooter overall from three-point land, and she will come firing off the bench. We'll also talk about another player in a second after this basket by Elisa Pinzon. The seized part in a second timeout. The veteran coach, Mike Carey, not liking what he's seeing from his vaunted defense, and it's 15 to five balls with four and a half minutes to go here. Great start. Sydney Harvey really fronting Dean, so they're forcing Martinez to handle the ball, and Betty Mononga steals it. Yeah, Betty, you've got to pick it up there, and it's at midcourt, gets over to Sydney Harvey, has a teammate open, pulls up instead, misses the shot. 
But Tulsi gets the rebound. Now the Bulls can reset. Yeah, you do not put the ball on the floor against this team if you're Betty Benunga. City Harvey, open three! Swishes it in! Pins on, hit her from nearly midcourt with the pass. Harvey was unmarked, and it's 18 to five Bulls. Harvey is healthy. That was one of two really shining lights from the two days, even in the loss yesterday, which again, we'll get to here shortly, but Sidney Harvey missed the game against High Point on Friday night, was walking around with the walking boot outside of the basketball court, but boy, what a big difference to have her back, and again, back healthy, because she had really struggled her previous full game action, and not struggling here. I threw in some of those fouls by West Virginia, because one of their game notes was how they were tops in the Big 12 as far as fewest fouls committed per game, which really did stand out to me because, again, they forced nearly 25 turnovers per game, and they were in the top 10 in the country as far as steals per game. Well, they would force some turnovers, but not nearly as many as they're used to, and the Bulls would shoot the ball a lot better against them than they're used to allowing, although it was 18-5 to at that point. West Virginia did make a push and got it to 22-17, by the end of the first quarter, but they would never get the margin under five the entire way. This is a team, again, that was 6-2 and two and had one blowout loss at Kentucky. Their other loss was one where they were playing at the event at Eckerd College a few weeks back and actually had two free throws to force the game against BYU to overtime and missed the second one with four-tenths of a second left. So a team that's used to winning or being in close games was not in a close game here. The second quarter, I mentioned Sidney Harvey was one of the shining lights. Maria Alvarez, who had gone six full games without a three, had missed 16 straight threes before she got one Friday night against High Point, got it going in the second quarter. Shea has it, out to Manunga, 40 feet from the basket. Maria off the screen, three, good, Maria Alvarez. Boy, it was great to see her end her six-game drought of three-point makes with her first make against High Point, and she makes her first effort here today, 27-19. Great stroke by Maria from the right side. 6.30 to go, first half. Carson between the legs, dribble, nifty work, but they block her into the corner, and force a turnover, Maria grabs it. You can hear the Bulls fans here appreciating the defense. Manunga looks to run, Maria, the lane opens up, lands it up and in! Maria Alvarez with five quick ones, and the Bulls lead is back up to 10. What a reinsertion into the scoring threat Maria Alvarez would be for this team. You, you had that look like maybe she was going to pull up for three, but there was nobody in front of her, so she kept on going. Bulls have had that happen several times here today. Up by 10, now they have two players out there with two fouls on the post. And Maria Alvarez gets a screen from both of them and drains it. Maria Alvarez, her second made three. She has eight points. It was a double ladder Screen by Manunga and Dulce. It's 34 to 21. 36 to 27 at halftime. There was a little bit of concern towards the end of half. The Bulls slowed down their pace offensively just a touch, and West Virginia could have cut it under nine, but nine felt about right. Then, what a big end to the third quarter. We'll keep it going with Maria Alvarez with 3.20 to go. What had been a 15 point margin midway through the quarter was down to 10. But the Bulls blew it out thanks to, well, a really fun to watch performance from their three point shooter off the bench. Maria wants the ball from Shea Leverett. Tries to shake Quinterly. Another screen from Shea. A long three. Off balance and in by Maria. You just had a feeling that was going to happen. She wanted to take the three. 
Boy, is her confidence back. Have it and a 55-37 lead. Maria Alvarez now has 11 points, has made three out of three from three. 10 seconds, she's got to shoot it. Forget, wait until the last second, knock that down. Yeah, you don't wait until the last second when you got Maria Alvarez in a rhythm like she is now. And the Bulls lead by 21. That was something now. West Virginia would actually hit a bank shot three to close out the third quarter, but the Bulls still had the lead right around 20 there, and they would get it up to 29. Here's how the fourth quarter went, and the shooting numbers were unreal. Bulls want to get it inside of Mononga, and she has trouble handling it, but still gathers and knocks down a jumper. Boy, the Bulls are shooting the ball decently well today. They're 7 of 11 on threes, and now they're 58% again. Overall, 60 to 42. Again, Bulls up by 18, briefly led by 21 on that second back-to-back -back three by Maria Alvarez. Now they have Dean's trapped, and she travels, absolutely. You had Shea Leverett and Elena Chinecki envelop KK Dean. Maria Alvarez with a wild move, has her shot swatted. The Bulls wanted a foul call there, and they'll get the ball anyway. As again for the third time today, Betty Menunga keeps the possession alive and off of a West Virginia player. Those are some of the hidden plays that are never gonna show up in the box score. Janecki with the ball now wants to drive. Much taller player, and one! I don't know how she got it over. The six foot one, Kari Nyblak, who they call Nyblak for her great stats in that category. And Janecki didn't care. One time I'm probably gonna slip up and call her Nyblak, because that is a cool nickname. He's out of Wildwood High School, number five all time as far as West Virginia history in, in blocks, but Chinecki put it up and over her for a three-point play. Martinez almost steals it from Mononga, whips it over Pinzon, three looks good from my angle, and it is! Elisa Pinzon, easy peasy! 66 to 42, Bulls are eight of 12 on threes. We told you that West Virginia only makes four threes a game, they are in trouble. It's kind of hard to come back from down 24 points. Over to Pinzon, Deans is a good defender. Pinzon whips it to Menunga in rhythm. Wow, a baseline jumper looked like a, a wing there. 5.19 to go, oh, Chinecki blows by an opponent there. Deans feeling kind of sad as it's 72 to 45. Lena Chinecki on 18 points absolutely put Deans in her tracks. As they're letting some clock wind here, seven. Chinecki whips it into Dulce, grabs it, lays it in. Great pass. Dulce shielded off her defender. She's now five of eight. And the Bulls are right on 60%. Dulce Fankamengiadu has 14 points. There's a long two. That's misguided and actually misguided as it was off the mark. Boy, Pinzon wanted to run, but they are giving the, let's just slow the clock down here with exactly four minutes to go and the Bulls up 74 to 45. Actually ended up 58% from the floor in the 77 to 55 win. West Virginia's opponents were scoring around 53 points per game. Bulls obviously flew past that. Elena Chinecki, 20 points. Five Bulls almost in double figures. Pinzon finished up with eight. She only attempted one shot in the first half, ended up hitting a couple in the second half. It was Maria Alvarez and Dulce Fankamengiata with 14 each. Dulce added 12 boards. Betty Menunga 10 and 11, and Sydney Harvey scored 10 points. A lot of fouls early in the game led to Shea Leverett fouling out and Dulce not playing but 19 minutes and still getting that double-double. She had four fouls, but obviously the Bulls had their way. They out-rebounded West Virginia, a team that came in a plus six against its opponents. 
36 to 19. I mean, that was just off the charts stuff. And then here's the thing. In the first game on Tuesday, West Virginia goes up against Michigan State and beats the Spartans by 20. As Mary Martinez, who did relatively nothing against the Bulls, six points and two rebounds, went for 23 points and 11 rebounds. And so you figure that would bode well for the Bulls. Now, the interesting part is that with the foul trouble and other situations in the game, you had everybody on the Bulls play in this game. That would change yesterday. It was kind of an interesting situation against a very tough, even more so than West Virginia defensive opponent Ole Miss. We'll have some highlights, not nearly as many, obviously, of the defeat. Some commentary from Jose Fernandez. Stay tuned. This is Bulls Beat.